She's known for being in the MCU. These people are not the same. Also, fun fact, my cat is in heat, so if you hear what sounds like a pigeon cooing behind me throughout the entire episode, that's what that is. Cue the music. You're only giving a little spark of madness. Followed Mr. Carpenter, what he saw couldn't have been a dream. It was too real. But it couldn't have been true either. It was too deliciously frightful. Frank got yesterday. Old times are only good when you've had them. Night after night, all alone. Daddy's all pent up. Let's freak. You're rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Why, hello. And welcome back to another episode of the FilmSpark podcast. I'm your host, Ebony, and this week we are discussing these final hours. Uh, This was a Patreon pick from my patron, Carlos, so thank you so much for that, or maybe not thank you so much, which we'll figure out by the end of the episode. (laughs) Um, These final hours, hey? That was a film. (laughs) Um, so let's, let's just start from the beginning. Okay. These final hours is a 2013 Australian, of course, sci-fi apocalyptic thriller film written and directed by Zach Hilditch, starring Nathan Phillips and Angori. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Angori Rice. Nathan Phillips, if you're Australian or maybe even from the UK, you'll know from Neighbours, because that's all he's known for. And Angori or Anjori or whatever that name is, uh, she's from the MCU. Yeah, she's from the MCU. Plays good old Betty in the Spider-Man films, the Tom Holland ones. Um, yeah. So the description for this film kind of confuses me because... It describes it as Earth approaches a cataclysm that will be its end. A self-obsessed man heads to the party to end all parties. But he ends up saving the life of a little girl who is searching for her father. Now, every description I find online, I find it really likes to hit home that he's self-obsessed. And to be honest, he's not really that (laughs) self-obsessed. Like, within the first five minutes of the film... He's already saved the little girl. And the whole film is meant to be like this journey of self-discovery and like how, you know, he's changed and how he's not self-absorbed because he's got the kid and he looks after the kid and everything. But it's a waste of a film because nothing really happens. Like, 
It's not post-apocalyptic because it hasn't, the end hasn't happened yet. But it's just like, it's coming and it's sort of in that mid area. So people are starting to freak out. They're like, oh, the end is coming because there's a huge fucking fire that's engulfing the world. Yeah. So a huge fire is making its way across the ocean and is about to hit Western Australia and start engulfing Australia. That's what they're running from. And, like, everyone freaks the fuck out. So all of a sudden Perth has become, like, a wasteland, which, I mean, I won't say anything on that. (laughs) But, like... You know, everyone's just doing whatever the fuck they want. It's sort of like if you put the purge mixed with apocalypse, that's what this is trying to be. But like, as I said, like the first five minutes, he's the only thing to suggest he's self-obsessed is that he leaves his fucking side hoe to die. And when I say to die, I mean like, oh my God, the apocalypse is coming and she's just chilling by herself. So, whoa, he has a side chick. That makes him way too self-obsessed. We better, you know, show the journey of him becoming more himself and less self-obsessed and caring about others. But the whole fucking journey is just nothing. It is absolutely nothing. He starts in what I believe is like his hometown, sees a little girl be kidnapped by a couple of assholes, kills them, Steals the girl. The girl is confused. The girl wants to find her dad. He wants to go to some party. And then, like, the whole trip, nothing really happens. There's a lot of driving. There's no, like, real major bonding scenario for them to, like, become besties. It's just he saved her, so now he's stuck with her, and that is it. And along the way, they just find that every person they knew fucking died. It's like, here's them driving. They get to his sister's house. She's dead. They get to her dad. He's dead. They get to this party to end all parties and his girlfriend's a whiny bitch. So no wonder he had a fucking side hoe. And it's just like, Nothing really happens. Like at this party, some girl off her face thinks that the kid is her kid and gives her, I don't know, X or something. And the little girl trips off her fucking face. But then because she's like, I don't know, six. (laughs) Okay, six is a bit young. She's like, I don't know, 13, 12, maybe a little bit younger. And like... That's pretty much the entire film. He has a side hoe. He leaves the side hoe. Perth has become a wasteland. He picks up a girl. They go to a party. Little girl gets drugged. He has a fight with his actual girlfriend. They leave the party. Everyone else along the way is dead. She just wanted to get to her dad. Finds out her dad is dead. And he just dumps the girl there. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's probably the best part of it all is like she's so obsessed with wanting to be with her dad for the end of the world because that's what he told her that would happen that she sits with the dead body of her dad at their house and the dude just leaves her there like he doesn't give a shit Like, he just leaves her there and then goes on his merry way and has, like, an epiphany and goes, oh, my God, I should go back to the side hoe. And does a full fucking 180 and goes to the side hoe. And then they hug each other with the most horrible fire effects I've ever seen engulfing them. Like, it is the most ridiculous green screen. Like, it puts fucking... (laughs) It puts sharks on the moon to shame, okay? (laughs) Like... That was bad, but, like, you knew what you were going in for. This shouldn't be this bad. This is 2013. We can do better, people. Like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. There should be some, like, massive story. There should be some kind of event within the main event that links these two together. But it really just happens. And it's really for nothing because he just leaves her in the end anyway. And it's like they're the only two points that you could possibly call himself absorbed. But the reason he leaves the girl there is because that's what she wanted and she wants to be with her dad. That's not really being self-absorbed. That's just giving her what she wanted. They're all dying anyway. So why does it matter? <laughs> oh, seriously. Some Australian films are so fucking bad. We really need to like up our game. And I'm not classing Baz Luhrmann films as Australian films because they're so high production that they come across as, like, the US films. Usually when you watch an Australian film, you tell it's Australian without even seeing the accent because it's just the way that the production is. And I hate that so much. (laughs) I hate it so much. Wolf Creek is the only other one. Oh, sorry. And Sissy that we, um, that... I reviewed for the first uh, Film Spark app that was also Australian. But you could also tell that was Australian. Like, that was a very Aussie feel. You knew what you were going in for. This is like, I don't know. This film is just bad. <laughs> it's just really bad. Like, the full circle moment and then the final scene. Look, you could skip the whole film and just go from the last, like, ten minutes and you'll be fine. You'll get the whole fucking film just by them standing there. Her little argument with him about him leaving her. Only for them to all die anyway. And then <laughs> this fire comes out. <laughs> with the worst green screen I've ever seen. <laughs> like, come on. Come on. We shouldn't be this bad at films. What is this? What is this? Well, um... Yeah, that is, that one is these final hours. And I felt like I was on my final hour watching that. Like someone forced me to watch it on my deathbed. Because that movie was horrible. <laughs> um, thanks, I suppose, again to Carlos who recommended this. If you guys want to recommend movies, um, get a bit of extra stuff on the side. 
you know, just just follow follow the podcast. It's film spark pod or film underscore spark underscore pod at nearly everything. Give us a follow, give us a shout, give us a recommendation. Um, that also brings the end of May. Holy hell, we're already at the end of May. Uh, so June is Chocker Block. We've got uh, some fun ones in there. Um, some classics, some ones I haven't seen, some I have. Don't forget, Patreon also has an exclusive series going on at the moment where it's got some mini reviews where I review um, some films chosen by you guys over on Twitter. And I also have a Blair Witch Project series coming out that I'm really excited for. Um, It's a seven-part series, and it's not just me breaking down the film. It is all three films, all four mockumentaries, all the promotional stuff, the gaming, the lot. Everything is going to be included in this. Um, So keep an eye out for that. Otherwise, have a fantastic day, and you'll hear from me again in a week. Bye, guys. listening to the film spark podcast for all your film needs and more like what you heard give us a shot follow us on spotify apple good pods and more or follow the socials at film underscore spark underscore pod you know what just follow us on everything check out the link tree linktr.ee forward slash film spark pod find us follow us give us a shout we always want to hear from you You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.